What is up, everybody? My name is Alan, and I am back again, host of the Fan Section Podcast. Super excited for you guys to be here for this episode as we look into the Big 12. I do my little Big 12 outlook. I do my predictions. I talk about some players. I talk about a couple of key games to come that are coming up. Um, football season is right around the corner, and I am pumped for it. Like, fucking pumped, baby. So, um, without further ado, this is the Fan Section Podcast. A podcast for fans, by fans, from across the college landscape, from section 100 to section 300, bleachers down to the Swedes. We welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Alan. I am your host. It's just a dude talking college, dropping knowledge. Um, I cannot wait to get into this episode. So, the Big 12 football, man. Holy Lord. A lot happened in the offseason. Uh, <laughs> will there be a Big 12 conference? No clue. I don't even know what's going to happen. But right now, as of this, as of, as of today, this coming season... Right around the corner, week zero just happened. Yes, Big 12 has officially one more positive season coming your way. So, having said that, I'm going to highlight some teams. I'm going to talk about my predictions real quick. So, is Baylor for real? No idea. Because the last year, uh, well, Desmond Howard, let's just start with this. Desmond Howard has gone on record and said that, the, that Baylor will make the playoff. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. You never know in college football any given Saturday, but I don't think Baylor has. I think Baylor has, and you know, ends up with two or three losses, which kind of puts them out of the conversation. Which, let's be honest, if if things kind of go as predicted, and we are going to talk about the SEC later on, but there will more than likely be two SEC teams. Let's just get that out the way. Let you understand that now. But is Baylor for real? Um, will there ever be a Big Twelve team in the playoff? If there is going to be one this year. Baylor has the chance to do it. I really, really, really do believe that. Um, I also have a sleeper team that I want to talk about a little bit later on. But um, this is kind of the conference for running backs, man. Like, uh, it, B. John Robinson, Deuce Vaughn, t- highlighting a really, really tremendous class. There's, there's two other guys that I'm going to talk about. One of them is actually at Kansas. Like, what? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, a lot to kind of go throw at you real quick. Um also, if you like the podcast, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I will read it on air. Um, but, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. So, like I said, is Baylor for real? Will there ever be a Big 12 team in the playoffs? I don't think so. I really don't because the way the Big 12 is kind of leaning toward, they might not even be a conference anymore. So, yeah, it's one of those things where will they will they crack it? Now, if now the committee, they had a really good chance and they dropped the ball. They shit the bed on expanding the playoffs and creating more money for the sport, which – Having looking back now with NIL, they should have done this 110%. And I think I think in the next coming year and the, or the year after, they're going to expand it. If it's not six, it's going to be eight for sure. That will open the door for a Big 12 team like Baylor, especially this year. And I, I, I'm talking about Baylor because, oh yes, Oklahoma and Texas are still in the conference as far as I know, right? And and I don't think that they, they didn't come up with the money in the buyout and all this stuff. They're not going to be in the SEC probably until 2024, okay? Now, if by some miracle they come up with a buyout, 2023 – Great, they're in, but the schedules are kind of already created for 2023. They're not going to be in, with the, especially with all the other sports. They might be transitioning to that point, but as of right now, Texas and Oklahoma until 2024 are not going to be in the SEC. What does that mean for the Big 12? It means you're still alive. That's what that means. It means you still have some uh, a legitimate chance to have someone in your conference represent you because with Texas and Oklahoma and the recruiting class that Texas is putting together, headlined by Arch Manning, and, I, and, and also with a quarterback named Quinn Ewers that's currently there who just won the starting job, you're, the, the future is more bright, I think, for Texas than it is for Oklahoma, who lost Caleb, who lost Lincoln Riley, who 
they got two really good they got two sweet running backs um that these two get like these guys are gonna be playing on Sundays for sure they're gonna be freshmen coming well Sawchuk's gonna be a freshman but yeah um just just to, like I said it's a dude talking college dropping knowledge just listed a bunch of players that you're gonna hear about hearing about maybe less than four weeks all right that's how good some of these guys are but yeah so the 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 biggest question for me is, can Baylor win the conference and go undefeated? I don't think there's – the problem is I just don't see Oklahoma and Texas going undefeated. I think they're all going to beat up on each other this year. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of tough games that we'll highlight to a little bit later on in the show. But um, the biggest question for me is, and it's going to be based around Texas, as you kind of hinted that I've been kind of talking about them a little bit forward leading up to this point, is, is you were as good as advertised. Kid bounced around from, you know, a couple colleges, what it felt like. He dude's – feels like the dude's 37, you know what I mean? Like, just getting his 15th shot at the league. No, he, he's still a young kid. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he's actually a lot better than people are going to project. I really, really don't, based on what I've seen, as Arch Manning being the, the number one uh, quarterback in the nation, I really think a lot of that has to do with his last name. I really do. I The more I watch him, the more I'm like, dude, I just... He's got talent. It's not that he's not talented, okay? But he's refusing to go to camps now, and he's now that he's already signed. It's just one of those things where, mm, yeah, there's there's just some question marks for me, for me personally. I think Quinn Ewers has got has got a good chance to lead Texas. I don't see Texas going undefeated, no, because I have them, but I do see Texas as potentially um, being close to winning the conference. Now they're not going to win the conference. Baylor's going to win the conference. Like, make no mistake, Baylor is that team. Baylor is the only team that I can see that potentially could make the playoffs, but they're going to be a two-loss team for sure. And it's one of those things where is that enough with an with a one-loss SEC team? No, it's not going to be enough, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, so can Oklahoma with a talented running back duo bounce back? I wrote that as a question mark because I don't know. I know that they're, you, they're, they're going to live and die a lot in their run game, and they do have a pretty talented quarterback. Um, but it's one of those things where is, is Oklahoma looking too far ahead? Is Texas looking too far ahead? I don't think Texas is because I think Texas going with Quinn Ewers says, Hey, here and right now, this is our season. We're going to take, you know, we're going to do our best to take the reins and try to win this conference. Now, Oklahoma, I don't even know if they have a legitimate plan, like to, to really do anything well this year. Like the, obviously they want to win. But I think they're I think they're just kind of eyeing to the SEC, like get to the SEC and then get some recruits and see what happens. But as we all know, they play defense in the SEC, and that's why I say Baylor wins this conference handily because their defense is one of the best, if not the best, in that conference for sure. But they might even be a top five defense in the nation. Like they're 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 that good. Like I said, this team is that team. Like I just talked an episode ago about Clemson's Brzee. These guys have got about maybe two and a half of them. On that line, it's insane how good some of these guys are on that D on that D line. The strength for Baylor is definitely going to be the defensive line. How much pressure can they get? Can they and and with mobile quarterbacks like Quinn Ewers, it's kind of playing into their hands as far as like you you crush the pocket, he's going to make some things happen. So there's going to be there's still a lot of excitement. Obviously, everything's fresh and new, and as we get into the middle of the season, we're going to come back and highlight this, and I'm going to be like, hmm, yeah, was right about this, but. I have a sleeper team that I want you guys to keep an eye on for. West Virginia. Yep, I said it. I'm going to go on record and say that I believe West Virginia will be ranked in the top 25 by the end of the season because of a man called JT Daniels. The quarterback that, yes, my Georgia bias might come into play of that, but the kid beat Clemson hurt, okay? The kid has 
play started as a freshman at USC. Like he he's very very good. <laughs> JT Daniels is getting first round hype for a reason. Okay, um, the kid is phenomenal. West Virginia, you you have a diamond in the rough. Just just keep polishing him, man. Like that's that's my only advice to West Virginia fans. You guys have my, you guys have something cooking up there. You really do. And if you're able to get into the ACC. Oh, my God. Look out because the recruits are going to come flying in. All right? Um, yeah, so I've highlighted a couple games here based on that. I have Baylor winning the conference, right, for sure. But I have I have West Virginia finishing top five in the conference, which last year they didn't do. They weren't even close. So it's a massive leap for West Virginia. And like I said, that's, if you're a fan, that's, that's a, that's a seven to eight win season. That's amazing, right? That's what you want to win. For. And that means you're kind of upsetting somebody. Now, the upset of the year I have – is going to be, um, I think, it's not even an upset. It's going to be Baylor over Oklahoma, and some people are probably going to favor Oklahoma just because it's Oklahoma. And they, don't get me wrong, Oklahoma is very talented. They do. They have a really good – they have some studs and sweet players, like I said. I just don't think they're good. At, they're as good as Baylor this year. Um, but, yeah, so the games to watch are definitely Baylor versus Oklahoma November 5th, um, and then Baylor versus Okie State and Texas versus Oklahoma. And then I highlighted this one because I think this might be – I'm going to put Baylor in upset alert, West Virginia versus Baylor. Um, on October 13th. So it's pretty early in the year, right? You're kind of getting your stride at that point. Baylor might kind of be looking ahead, especially to that November 5th game. Be like, hey, man, we guys take, we take care of business. We're going to go undefeated. We're going to do this. I think they slip up against West Virginia that week. I really do. Um, but as that game gets closer, I'll definitely be talking about it because I'm sure by then JT Daniels, hopefully, if I'm right, he's going to be on some Heisman radars because I really do believe he's that dude. Um and as far as like the 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 players of the year in this conference, you could have you could have four right now: Deuce Vaughn, Bijan. I mean, Bijan Robinson's a stud. He really is. The dude is just. He, it's crazy how many running backs actually come out of the Big Twelve that are really good. You know what I mean? Like Brees Hall, not too long ago, and Iowa State. Don't don't count out Iowa State. Iowa State really really had a lot of um, expectations last year, and they did not live up to them, and it was kind of embarrassing. Like. Look for them to come out pissed, and I if I'm if I'm like one of them, I cannot um, stress enough that like I I would be kind of I'd be kind of scared to play Iowa State. No joke. I just think they're it's just I just think that they're a really good team. I really do. Um, but there's that's the thing though in this conference that I was just kind of going up and down like watching like looking at the teams and kind of like you know reading some articles online about them. There really isn't one bad team. Like, they're a solid team. And, they, you know, bowl season comes around. Like, there's some – they might make some noise in the – you know, you have, like, the Big 12, like, predictions for bowls and stuff like that. And, you know, how many wins did they get in the bowl games and you compare conferences and strengths and stuff like that. Look for the Big 12 to kind of make some noise at the end of the year for bowl conference – you know, bowl games, especially that record, um, which I think is going to be awesome. But, yeah, so – like I said, we a lot we unpacked a lot. It was a short episode, but it came at you fast, um, just like just like Baylor's defense will. Uh, because I want to keep these episodes kind of short. I want to give you kind of a little teaser, and then like I said, as the season progresses, the longer the episodes are going to get. Uh, but this is just kind of an outlook prediction. Give you some players to watch. Give you some games to keep an eye on for. Give you my predictions on the teams and stuff like that. Keep it down and dirty. Um, but thank you guys all so much for listening to the fan section. My name is Alan, and I am out.